Ooh. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Wrestling Podcast. Yes, that is right, ladies and gentlemen. It is your boy, the Mark Cologne. I am here to talk about all things pro wrestling. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's your boy on a Sunday night. I'm about to bring you guys talk about pro wrestling. Um, you know, nothing more, nothing less. Um, maybe a little bit more pro wrestling, but nothing less, at least. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys seen... Uh, I did. I know. I seen it uh, last night. I seen Jake Paul versus uh, Woodley. I see uh, Darren Williams really uh, run all over Frank Gore. To be honest, um, so that was that was interesting. Um, I also I also uh, seen Jake Paul knock out Tyron Woodley. Um, you know, a lot of people are saying fake is fake or whatever, whatever, whatever it is, people. You know, at the end of the day, it's not really. You know, I don't know. Some consider it boxing. Some comes some consider it boxing. Some don't. I look at it as uh, entertainment. Um, I look at it as entertainment, man. Um, it's we have it on our tele. We have it, we watch it to entertain. You know. But you know he he knocked he knocked Tyron Woodley out, and he did it. Um, I wasn't gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I was gonna turn off my, I was gonna turn off my uh TV. When uh, when that happened, um, but I didn't. I didn't turn it off. Um, you know. Good thing I didn't. You know, we seen the knockout because there was a lot of hugging and whatnot. I was just like, "Oh my god, is are we getting this type of fight?" And uh, thankfully, we we thankfully we got a knockout. Um, I don't know, people. You know, some people view it differently. Um, I view it, you know, entertainment purposes. Um. That's how, that's how I view it. You know, I watch I watch at least five, six, seven shows of uh, pro wrestling every week. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not really concerned with uh, <laughs> it. You know, whether it's rigged or it's uh, or if it's uh, you know. Just for en- entertainment purposes, or it's not catching my eye. I watch Monday Night Raw every week, so uh, don't talk to me about en- entertainment purposes, you know. But uh, you know, with that being said, I think it's time for Tyron Tyron Woodley to uh, to say goodbye. I th- you know. I think it's time for him to, you know, 
pack his bags, say goodbye. I think, uh, I don't think that he could, I don't think he could do it anymore. Maybe in the MMA ring, but, you know, when you're boxing, uh, believe it or not, boxers have a, uh, advantage to them when they are, when they're able to use the ropes. You know, when it, when it's, so, you know, they have an advantage to them when they, uh, when they ha- when when they're able to use the ropes in 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 box in uh, MMA, you know you 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 can't really run. You know you can't run away from it. And we've seen that in the first fight with uh, Jake Paul. Now we've seen him call out Masvidal and Nate Diaz. Uh, Nate Diaz punked the fan. I've seen he dropped almost his whole dr- almost his whole drink. Um, Masvidal uh replied to Jake Paul. So we got we got that. Um, you know, Masvidal saying, you know, come to the uh you know, come come into the MMA, come into the octagon. You know, and Jake Paul has already said he said uh, a few days ago that um he doesn't see why he, he can't um do MMA just like he's doing boxing. So I, I it would have surprised me if eventually we do see Jake Paul in a, in a MMA ring, whether it's UFC, Bellator, whatever the case is. Um, I, I just, it's all, ladies and gentlemen, everything's becoming in, entertainment now, you know. I think, you know, yeah, it might bring more eyes to the boxing world. Um... And I, you know, that's all peaches and cream, whatever the case is. But in in another way, I feel like it's disrespectful to the game of, uh, to, you know, the sport of boxing, whether it's boxing, MMA. Um, uh, who else? Uh, I mean, it's like, you know, it's just like if Jake Paul ended up... Um, in the NFL or the NBA, it's just like, all right, now this is doing, you know, uh, a little too much. So, um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I just, I look at it and I'm like, it's, um, it's definitely disrespectful in a way to the sport. But I mean, if the kid really loves it and, you know, he's, doing this because he truly loves the sport of boxing and he really wants to entertain us then uh to to help be it who are we to you know sit here and say you know he doesn't deserve to be in a in a ring or octagon or on a on our tv shows or whatever the case is or on youtube no i mean if he could do it you know i mean all you know more power to you know so, um, yeah, I'm doing the podcast as I'm watching Sunday Night Football, Saints and Buccaneers. Um, also, uh, for more, uh, you know, Spider-Man, um, Spider-Man No Way Home came out. Uh, I'm going to see that this weekend. 
I'm also going to be seeing, it's a, it's a tradition of mine every year, uh, before Christmas, I watched The Grinch, I watched it last year with MJ, so I'm going to, um, I'm going to, I'm going to watch it this year, I'm definitely going to watch it this year, I'm going to watch The Grinch, and just enjoy it, um, as you got, you know, you got Christmas Eve this Friday, um, so I'll be, I'll be doing a podcast Wednesday, so I'll I'll be doing a podcast Wednesday, Eagles play Tuesday, you know, so for sports, for my sports fans, I'll be doing a podcast Wednesday, and then, um, either on Christmas or Christmas Eve, or I might just wait till, uh, the 26th, I might wait till the 26th, um, I'll do a podcast, I still haven't figured out when I'll do another, uh, wrestling podcast, um, I do want to take a break, at least like a two, a two week, a two week break. Um, I might just wait till uh, after after the Super Bowl. Um, to, oh, you know, I want to take a little break, uh, refresh the mind, um, and get some more things going on. Um, and that way, I'm able to come back before uh, before WrestleMania. I'm able to come back before WrestleMania, right? Um, but yeah, yeah, people. Um, there was a lot of things that happened in the, in the week of pro wrestling. Um, I actually just got finished before I turned on the game. I was watching out of Venom. I was watching that. Um, but yeah, um, I just when I look when I look at uh, the state of pro wrestling right now, we have winters coming this week. Uh, next this week coming up now on Wednesday, we have. Um, AEW, um, the holiday, what it like the holiday clash or whatever they call it. So they got that, they got that this Wednesday. So that should be interesting. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be real interesting. It's going to be real, real interesting. Holiday bash or holiday clash is something like that. I'm about to, uh, about to look it up because, uh, yeah. Um, holiday bash. There you go. It's holiday bash. So, so yeah, that's, uh, this Wednesday. Should, uh, definitely, definitely should be interesting to see what we get on, um, on AEW this week. You know, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about a, a few things, a few things that, that have been going on in the world of, uh, pro wrestling, as you know, I, l- I like to do each and every week, um, there's not, there's nothing better than just, you know, talking pro wrestling, people, it's, it's something, it's something I love, I love to do, I love to just shoot the breeze on, uh, on pro wrestling, so we're gonna, we're gonna get into that, um, We're gonna be getting into that, talking a whole lot of uh, pro wrestling. Um, I've talked to you know the, throughout the week, throughout the week of uh, of uh, pro wrestling, whether it's pro wrestling or sports. Oh my god, I talk I talked to a whole bunch of people about you know what's what's going on, you know, in wrestling. Like the finish of SmackDown this week, I uh, was talking to a friend about it right after it happened, and it was just, 
we're just shooting the we're shooting the breeze and just uh just talking about you know what what happened and uh it, it was great it was great and if that's the stuff I do like even after games after football games especially when it comes to to Philadelphia Eagles when it's a Philadelphia Eagle game I uh I continue to to talk about it and um you know, not only on the podcast, but with fans, I do the same thing with pro wrestling. I just, uh, I, I do, that's what I do. I, I fucking talk about it. I love, this is what I, I love to do this. I love to, on a daily basis, talking about sports, talking about pro wrestling. It, it, it never fails. It, you know, I just, this is something I love to do. I get, you know, I do a whole bunch of research. I get a whole ba- bunch of, of feedback from other guys or, or girls. You know, we, we you know we'll talk about what's going on, and then um, I I we just fucking and then I you know whatever I got throughout the week I I put it on a podcast, and and like I said you know, I love I love to do to do this. It's um, it's fun. It's fun. It's it's. It's um definitely it's worth the journey. Like I've I've been doing this for almost uh I believe I'm going on four years since I since I started the podcast in twenty twenty two. I'll be going on um four years in on four years and um I, I I tell you it's something um it's something I wouldn't give up for anything in the world. I wouldn't I wouldn't give it up. I I love it. Each each and every time I do it, it it becomes more more fun, because more fun, man. And I I just something like I said. I I I love. I love. I love what I love what you know. Every everything I have in me. I love um. I love to to do it. You know, um, it's just, I don't know, you know, not, 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 um, not a lot of people will get that, you know what I mean? Like, not a lot of people will understand that the type, the type of love I have for, you know, the not only the business of pro wrestling and in sports, but the business of of podcasting, you know, I, n- I never in a fucking million years did I ever did I ever think I'd be, you know, a few years later doing a still doing the podcast. I I, I can tell you guys that it's something I I truly have as much as I I want to think about it. I'd be like, yeah, I would have. I still would have done it. Um, the same time I look at it and I'm like, no, I don't. I don't think I would have, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm still here. You know, um, so I'm still here, man. Still here, still doing my thing. You know, um. Like I said, I'm doing this podcasting thing for for almost four years now, and uh, 
yeah it's uh it's definitely uh it's definitely been worth it it's definitely been worth it um you know trying to find the exact date cuz I don't I, I don't like giving you guys the wrong dates the wrong information I just I don't like it um so let me let me um figure out you know before we go get into the whole pro wrestling side of things let me uh let me get the right the exact um the exact uh day um so it seems like April 4th of 2018 that's that's what it seems like um trying to I'm trying to make sure yeah April 4th 2018 was the was the the first the first ever pod the, the first ever ever episode yeah, it wasn't through Anchor, it wasn't through Castbox, it was through a fucking, on YouTube, using Viva Video. I didn't know about Anchor yet, I didn't know about Castbox, so I was, and then once I, uh, once I found out about these, you know, these, these apps, these wonderful apps, I, uh, I used them, I used them to my advantage, I did. So, uh. Yeah, man. Yeah. So um. So yeah, um. Actually, April. Yeah, April fourth. So I've been we've been running strong since um, since twenty eighteen. Um. Yeah, going on four years of doing the podcast. Um. Yeah, I'm not looking back, people. Not looking back. Alright, let's uh let's talk about Monday Night Raw though. Let's move on. Enough of the podcast talk. As the anniversary is, is you know, is coming up of the podcast in uh the beginning of April. A few days after my birthday. Um Yeah, we're gonna We're gonna talk about Raw. We're gonna uh definitely talk about Raw. Um so here we go. Um, they opened up the show, you know, you had, uh, you seen Lashley and MVP, you seen Kevin Owens, Rollins, Biggie, and a stipulation was made that if Bobby Lashley were to defeat Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, and Biggie, all in one-on-one matches, that, uh, he would be, he would be, um, put in the, uh, day one WWE championship match, so instead of being a triple threat match, it would become a fatal four-way um so we had that a pretty good way to open up uh open up a pretty good way to open up um i'm trying i can't even think of the name right now of raw you know it was very good um i like how i liked how they uh how they opened it and how they how they just talked about what what's at stake you know with biggie's wwe championship you know he he already has Kevin Owens and uh Seth Rollins to worry about now he may have the almighty Bobby Lashley to worry about as well so uh yeah i, I like that um Otis defeated Riddle i liked it i like that Otis got the victory over Riddle 
looks like they may, you know, I, I never want to get too excited about tag teams or certain, certain new superstars poss- potentially getting a, getting a push. Because when it looks like they're going to get a push, WWE always uh, backs tr- backtracks and uh, they go, they go with something else. So I don't, I don't want to, you know, get ahead of myself, but, um, I mean, I I would love it. I would love it. Whether it's the Street Profits or whether, whether it's, um, Otis and Gable, I I would love, or, or the Mysterios, I, I, I would love for, um, I would love for, um, For uh, one of those tag teams to win the tag titles, I don't think it should be the Mysterios, though. Um, I mean, maybe, but I don't know. I think you got a better, a better shot at having a uh, Ray and Dominic, you know, potentially feuding, and this possibly, you know, being the the path to Ray Mysterio, you know, slowly but surely walking away, you know. Because Rey Mysterio really doesn't have many years left in, in, in his bag. Um, Belair defeated Dewdrop. Uh, we seen uh, Lashley defeat Owens. Um, Dirty Dogs defeated uh, Balor and uh, Priest. Thanks to you know help from Austin Theory though, and I, I'm still trying to figure out is is a is Damian Priest a a face or a heel? You know he he has his moments where during matches he goes like on cycle mode, and um, yeah, it's just it's it's interesting to me. It's very interesting to me because I don't I don't know what uh where he's at right now. I don't know where Priest is at. You know. One minute he's, one minute he's a a a heel, next minute he's a face. Um, I mean it's kind of good to have fans guessing, but you know it just I don't know it could it could throw fans off and the fans could get uninterested in the the character. But uh, to be honest, ever since Damian Priest came to the main roster, he he really has been a million bucks. You know, you t- you talk about all the people. You talk about all the people that 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 have came from NXT um, to the main roster, and I, I I look at one of those people I look at is Damian Priest. Damian Priest has really risen to the occasion. You can tell he really wants it. You can st- you can tell he really clicks with the audience. He not only does he click with the audience, but he also he clicks with with management for some reason. With WWE management, they're able to you know get him in the perfect position and make him just do great, just really be great at what he does. And and I love it. I do. I love it one hundred percent. Um. Selena Vega defeated Ripley after being distracted by a uh, Nikki and Carmella. Um, they were they were having commotion outside the ring, and uh, Selena was able to hit her hit Ripley with the crucifix to get the victory. 
Um, Lashley defeated Rollins after the match was restarted. After Kevin Owens, uh, he hit Seth Rollins, basically causing a dis- disqualification so Rollins would win the match. It was a clever move, but Devell and Pierce uh, restarted the match and made it a uh, a no disqualification match. And then Lashley won. Um, then uh, in the main event, Lashley defeated Biggie, and uh, in a no disqualification match, we seen a uh, great spots with uh, tables and chairs, and MVP hitting Biggie with the cane, so Lashley could pick up the victory. Uh, we all know uh, MVP is gonna play a huge part in this in this uh, this championship uh, match. A huge part. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. Excuse me. It's gonna be real interesting to see. You know, now that you got it's a fatal four way. Um, what what we potentially could be seeing. You know, anybody could be champ. Um, I think Big E still is gonna. I think he still retains the WWE Championship. Um. I think he's getting close to holding it for a hundred days, um, you know. So they they don't want to give up the tight the championship so quick, you know, to another person. I think you still got time. You got the Rumble. You have Fastlane. You have Elimination Chamber, and then you have Mania. I don't think he should be holding it at Mania. Uh, that that's Biggie. Um, I think maybe I think Seth maybe Seth Rollins. I think it's time to get Seth Rollins back on the on a championship run. Um, I don't think he should win the rumble and then face somebody. I think he should, you know, um, I think he should, uh, he should win it sometime. Maybe either Fastlane or Elimination Chamber. If they're not going to do the rock, the Orton and Riddle thing, they're going to do the Orton and Riddle thing. I'm going to have Orton win it either at the rumble or, uh, or Elimination Chamber. But yeah, that was Raw. Raw wasn't too bad. I think, you know, the whole thing with, you know, Lashley having to defeat all three opponents and, um, you know, Liv Morgan, Becky Lynch, that was pretty good too. I enjoyed that. Um, so that'll be interesting to see what we get there. Um, could we potentially see Nikki and uh, Rhea eventually uh, split up? That's another interesting one. Um, and who's going to challenge uh, RK Bro for the tag titles? You know, that's definitely going to be interesting to see. Definitely going to be interesting. Um, but like I said, that was uh, that was raw. That that was raw, people. Um, move on to um, NXT, though. NXT, uh, Cameron Grimes defeated Hudson. Uh, the storytelling in the final match was great. You know, you, you had all these good matches between these two, but the last one was the best one. Um, yeah, you can make an argument for the hair versus hair. Um, but I think, I think this one, uh, I think this one told the whole story. I think this one told the whole story, you know, so you, you had this, right? Um, you had a situation with, uh. Cameron Grimes and Hudson. I figured Cameron Grimes would get the final victory. But at the same time, I was like, well, Cameron Grimes got, you know, was able to shave off Hudson's hair. 
maybe they'll give this this victory to uh to um what's his name uh to to Hudson right um Cameron Grimes got the hair Hudson will win the war that's what I I did go in um thinking that um but no no it didn't work out like that at all. Didn't work out like that at all, and it just, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you just be like, all right, you know, whatever, it's it is what it is, um, you know, we'll we'll see what we'll see what happens next. That's that's all I can uh, that's all I can say. We'll we'll see what happens next, um, for both guys. I think the I think this is over for. Both guys, uh, their feud, I think, is officially over. Um, it'll be interesting to see what's next. What's next for them? You know, um, I don't know if they're gonna have a takeover at the Rumble. Um, if they don't have one at the Rumble, I think they're going to. I think they're gonna wait. I think they're gonna wait. If they don't have a takeover at the Rumble, they have probably one in February. Um, and then probably one at Mania. So it should be interesting. Definitely should be interesting. Um, right, we have that. We have uh, we have um, Grayson Waller being so fucking good as a, as a heel. I mean, people, you can't, you can't ask for, you can't ask for nothing less, but you can ask for a lot more in this business. And that's that. That's what we uh, that's what we got. That's what we got, people. Like, I'm watching this and and um, so I'm watching it. And when I'm when I'm watching this, just the way Grayson Waller is able to get more booze and more booze from the crowd. Um, come going at the the commentators right and uh, just being able to just have the crowd by the palm of his hand. Um, it was it was amazing. It was amazing. It just really showed the type of the type of uh where he where he's going now and you know because when I first saw him when um. When he debuted on NXT and he had this match with uh with uh Roger Strong for the uh Cruiserweight Championship. I was like, uh not really invested in this guy. You know, and I know he I know he's been on 205 Live and whatnot, but I just wasn't invested in him. And then um he he showed up um NXT and I was just I'm not really invested in him. But after what he did last week, I was just like, holy fuck. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of it because if Johnny Gar if it's truly Johnny Gargano's leaving WWE, it was a messed up way of sending him off. Even though for I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it was a weird way of sending him off. But if if he's coming back, you have already planted the seeds for the WrestleMania takeover. Because, you know, uh, Candice gives birth in February. So, Johnny Gargano probably won't be back till March or April. 
so you you've you've planted the seeds for for uh for a Grayson Waller Johnny Gargano feud if he decides to re-sign with WWE. Right? Um it all depends what's best for him, you know. Not only, you know, what's best for him, but what's best for his family, you know. Will WWE actually give him a push if he gets called up to the main roster? Or does he want to stay in NXT? You know, that's that's what it's going to be about. That's what it's going to be about at the end of the day. And um, it's it's going to be interesting. It's, it's going to be interesting as hell to see, uh, to see what happens um, these next few months, you know. Uh, Johnny's going to be off probably three, four, five months. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly, I see him getting back into the, uh, back into the pro wrestling business ASAP. I do. I do see it happening as soon as possible. Um, we'll just have to wait and see, to be honest. Um, but yeah, Grayson Waller as a heel, he's, he's, he's going to be great in NXT as a heel. Absolutely great. Like they they made it work. They made it work. Um truly. They truly did. Like it it looks fucking good. It looks fucking good. Um so um what else do we have? Uh, uh, Evie now defeating Miller via submission. Um, we finally know what's in the bag. You know, uh, last week when we got fucking um, when we had uh, you know, Riddle and MSK together. Um, you found out John Cena's U.S. belts in there, scooters, and much more. Um, it was. It was great. I I love the segment. Uh, you know, Riddle's just a he's a hilarious dude. Like even if he doesn't try to be, Riddle's he just he can he can be that funny guy. So that's uh, it was great. It was absolutely great. Um, Harlan defeated Guru Raj, uh, and then Harlan attacks Raj until Joe Gacy says no more, and he also sent Brian Kendrick down. The stairs. Um, my thoughts on this are maybe potentially a Brian Kendrick return to the ring and maybe having a match with Harlan or Joe, or Joe Gacy. Um, Harlan in 0.5 seconds is more over and I'm more invested in him than I am with Joe Gacy. I, I, I can't stand the motherfucker. Um, I don't know. I just something about his gimmick. Like, you know, it's like, uh, Paul Bear and The Undertaker. The only thing is I didn't want to throw my TV out the fucking window when I'm I'm watching this. Um I think eventually uh I th- I think eventually Harlan's going to turn on Joe Gacy. Um I think Harlan Harlan wants to be dominant and not let anybody tell him what to do or come in between him. I think I think that's the type of man that he is. I think, uh, and I think he's just going to get tired of Joe Gacy trying to control him. And, uh, yeah, Harlan's just going to give it to him. And then maybe for the takeover at Mania, um, you have Harlan versus Joe Gacy. Um, but yeah. 
Um, he also sent Brian Ken. I already said that. Wow. <laughs> Jade defeated Kai by pinfall. There was outside interference from Gonzalez and to- Toxic Attraction. Um, and then uh, Gonzalez and Dakota Kai brawled into the parking lot. Um, and they'll be having a match. So that's going to be very interesting to see what happens between those two ladies. Um, my thoughts on this. Yeah, I mean, I, I figured Jade was going to defeat Kai. You know, Jade is uh, getting ready to face Mandy Rose for that uh, NXT championship. And... Um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how that all, how that whole feud uh, plays out. How that whole feud plays out. So we'll see. Um, we also see D'Angelo defeat Chase. We've seen Pete Dunne uh, return and confront D'Angelo. Um, Boa defeated Anoff. And then Jacket Time defeated Grizzle Young Veterans. Thanks to the Creed Brothers, what a distraction. And then uh, Braun Breaker defeated Roger Strong. It was a great match for both competitors. Um, Roger Strong hasn't had a really of a, a good match like this in a, a very long time. And then uh, Ciampa takes out Breaker after the match and tells Breaker he might have won the battle, but that Ciampa will win the war. And then he kisses him at, on the cheek. So, you know. Uh, <laughs> um, I think I like I like this too. I did like it. Um I, when I, when I when I look at this, I I say to myself, Braun Breaker's a star. Since his de- since his uh his debut in NXT, this man was born to be a star. Um, I just I it's something I see in him. I see I see star material when I look at Braun Breaker, right? And um, whenever they have their match, uh, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna win. He's gonna win the championship. Um, yeah, uh, sad. Uh, not sadly. Um, I think he has the potential to be a huge star, but it'll be interesting to see. Does Champa go to the main roster? Or does he stick in NXT? And I think, uh, you know, as long as they push Champa the way they need to push him, like they're doing in NXT, I feel like. Uh, I feel like. Champa should um should go to the main roster. I feel like he should. I feel like whether it's Raw or SmackDown, you could have some great matches. I mean, you could have Seth Rollins versus Tommaso Ciampa at WrestleMania. You could have uh I don't think it'll happen at WrestleMania, but if he goes to SmackDown, you could have Roman Reigns versus Tommaso Ciampa. You could have Kevin Owens versus Tommaso Ciampa, um, Finn Balor versus Tommaso Ciampa. You know you could do you could do so much. You do so much. It just you you got to make it work. That's all. That's all it is at the end of the day. Just making it work. That's it. It's it's not that hard. It's so easy. You just got to put the right storylines, put the right people together. And give them give them enough time to 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 put their shit together and, and put a classic on, and they absolutely can. Fuck, give me Drew McIntyre versus Tommaso Ciampa, like come on, like Sheamus versus Tommaso Ciampa, like Randy Orton versus Tommaso Ciampa, Riddle versus Tommaso Ciampa, right? Like you have all these matchups, all these things you could do. It's just they're they're just waiting for you. You know, um, like it's Rich Holland versus Tommaso Ciampa. Like, it, it's 
it's it's easy as eating a pie a pie or a piece of cake like you know it, it's it's just that fucking easy right um so we move on to AEW Dynamite though um we had our uh, winters coming this past Wednesday um Daniel Sin and Page ending a 60 minute time limit it was a great fucking match i mean for 1 hour to have pro wrestling on your television and for you to be fucking entertained and and just never get tired of them those two tearing each other apart it's it's truly great it was truly great and it was it was very good um i was entertained the whole hour the whole time um i the only thing i will say about this we're obviously going to get that rematch Obviously gonna get it. It's not gonna be like what happened with Kenny and Danielson where Kenny just went on the page next and you know forgot about Danielson and Danielson had to do a tournament and all that. No, it's not gonna be like that. There there will be a rematch as soon as possible. I think if AEW knows knows what they're doing, I think they'll they'll give it to them. I think they will. I think I think they'll give them a rematch and they'll give us something you know, AEW really doesn't do that. They wait down the line to give people, you know, that rematch and a second, a second match. I think it's gonna be different. I think, I think this time they'll they'll do it whenever they can. Um. I mean, it's it's how you start a fucking show. Sometimes it's you know, it's not. Sometimes it's not always how you start; it's how you finish. Well, this week on AEW Dynamite Winter is coming. It was how you started, and how you finished, because the show was phenomenal. And then if I compare this one to the one with Omega versus Danielson, I think if I, if I'm not incorrect. I believe Omega and Danielson had like a 20 or 30 time limit. Um, uh, man, uh, I'd say this one, this one was better than that. You know, I mean, I mean, if you're, you're still able to, to shoot your shit and to get everything in and to keep entertaining the fans for 60 fucking minutes. And the fans not get tired of it and they boo it once it hits that 60 minute time limit and they're booing not because it sucked. They're obviously mad with the outcome, but they're obviously also mad because they're hungry for more. So that's why I say you gotta give them you gotta give them the rematch. Because these fans are hungry for more. They want more. They want to see more. And they deserve to see more. Um, and it's potentially the fight, the match of the year, potentially. Um, Adam Cole says backstage on interview with the Young Bucks and uh, and Bobby Fish that uh, he has a surprise next week. Um, a Christmas present, a su- Christmas surprise, whatever the case is next week. What could it be? I'm gonna say Kyle O'Reilly. I I, I look at the little hints, people. You know, Adam Cole's talking. He's talking about the elite, and the young bucks are like the elite and uh, Bobby Fish. And then Adam Cole's like, yeah, yeah, 
and Bobby Fish. You know, so I don't know. I'm looking at this and I'm saying, you know, you're seeing that little separation. No, it's just Bobby Fish. He's not elite. He's never been part of the elite. Adam Cole's like, I got a surprise for everyone next week. I think that's Kyle O'Reilly. I think it's Kyle O'Reilly. It makes sense. It absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, makes sense. Um, uh, and as is Warlow fed up with the with MJF, you know, he he destroyed Matt, Matt Seidel, um, and then he, uh, you know, MJF had called uh, the chairman. Sean Spears on his phone in the ring and uh sent and MJF sent Warlow to go get uh champagne and uh Warlow did not look happy. So it's interesting. I hope not, you know, like FTR FTR could leave MJF side, uh Sean Spears could leave MJF side, but not Warlow, man. Warlow's been with MJF since the beginning. Um I'm a huge fan of them huge fan of them both. And I, I just, it would really suck to see them uh, just separate. It would really suck. I, so I hope not. I hope not. Um, Warlow defeated, uh, or, well, I didn't say it. Warlow defeated Masaito. Uh, Hikaru Shida defeated Serena Deeb. It was a good match. The chemistry is definitely there between those two women. And now they could go their separate ways and do whatever, whatever, whatever's next for them in their, in their wrestling careers. Um and uh MJF calls CM Punk the new Ryback in this promo by beating uh talent that really isn't talented. Um it was a great fucking promo. Great promo from MJF. Just great. Absolutely great. Um and then MJF defeated Dante Martin with a little help from uh from the uh FTW champion, Ricky Rick Rick. I, I, Ricky Starks? Why does that not sound right? Ricky Starks. I don't think it's Ricky Starks. Yeah, it's Ricky Starks. For some reason, I'm like, yeah, that don't, that don't sound right. <laughs> but yeah, it's R Ricky Starks. Um, yeah, so, so Starks, uh, Dante Martin went for the pin and the Starks came out of nowhere and he, uh, and he, um, he put MJ's, MJF's uh, leg on the rope, you know, and I thought Dante Martin, for some reason, I thought he was, I had MJF winning it, but at the same time, I was like, nah, um, Martin could win it, because, yeah, Starks could come out and try to help, but I think, uh, I think there, there's going to, there's going to be a situation where they're going to have, um, where they're going to have this uh, CM Punk run off Starks, and then distract MJF and Dante Martin's just going to take advantage, but it didn't go down like that. Um, and then, uh, Sting and Darby Allen attack, uh, FTR and MJF after, after the match, you know, they, um, FTR and, uh, MJF were celebrating their, his win and out came, uh, the lights came off. They come back on Sting and Darby Allen are there. they they attacked FTR and MJF. But then, um, then the, the, you know, the three out of two numbers caught up to Sting and Darby. And then 
out came out came CM Punk and uh but he didn't get his hands on no one because uh MJF MJF and FTR just got out uh, got out of harm's way. They got out the ring. But um yeah, it was good, you know, CM Punk coming out with the bat, then giving it back to Sting. It was real interesting. Real interesting. Um, yeah. So, it was, I think it was... Uh, oh, and then um, next week it was announced that AEW Dynamite Holiday Bash, Darby Allin, Sting, and CM Punk versus MJF and FTR. It was a, a pretty good match, perfect ending to Winter is Coming. It was a perfect ending to Winter is Coming, so I can't wait. I can't wait for next week. I'm more excited. They're already teasing things. They're already promoting promoting certain matches. It should be good. It should be good, people. It should be good. Um, Let's move on to SmackDown, though. We got SmackDown to talk about. Um, Sasha Banks and Tony Storm defeat Shotzi and... Uh, and Charlotte Flair. It was a pretty good opening match. Pretty good women's tag team match. Having the faces defeat the defeat the heels, um, and uh, Tony Storm pinning Charlotte Flair to get that victory. That was very good as well. You you know you're setting a story up. You're setting something up there for when Tony uh, goes for her championship opportunity. It's like hey, I've pinned you before. Um, now I've 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 I beat you in a match because. Of disqualification, but I still beat you, and I just pinned you in a tag team match. I think it's time for my tag team, for my uh, for my SmackDown Women's Championship opportunity. So that's what I think. That's what I think about it. Um, the Viking Raiders defeated Mahal and Shanky. Um, McIntyre interrupted Happy Talk, and gets his sword back. <laughs> the the sword he put in uh, Adam Pierce's table last week. It was in the middle of the ring. And uh, Moss and uh, Corbin couldn't get it out. And then, so McIntyre comes out, takes those two out, and um, he gets his sword back. Yeah. Um, Holland defeated Cesaro. Um, so, very good win for Holland. You know, I'm happy they're not pushing it, pushing the envelope too too much where they're you know giving him a fast push and stuff like that i'm happy you know they're giving him time you know to develop into a a wwe main roster superstar um and to be honest kind of the same thing they're doing you know what um with uh with austin theory and uh and then i i like it because austin theory has vince as his coach basically and holland Kinda has the same thing with uh with Sheamus, so yeah. Uh, Naomi defeated Baszler. Um, and to be honest, I I I need to see Naomi viciously attack Sonya Deville. I need to see it. I I, I need I need something. You know, I think it's it's about that time where uh where. Naomi takes thing, things into her own hands and just says, you know what, I've had enough of you. Um, you know, you keep dodging me. You keep putting, uh, whether it's Natalia or Sonia Deville, you keep putting them in my way. It's time for me to take you out. And, you know, she just viciously attacks her. And then we eventually get a match. 
between the two. Especially when Sony's like, well, you won't be able to hit me because I'm in my suit. If I'm, if I'm, a, if I'm Naomi, I'm, I'm a still hitter. I'm going to do what Roman Reigns did to Triple H at TOC when he lost because uh, of uh, League of Nations. They they uh, they got him involved in the match, and he lost to Sheamus in a ladder match for the WWE Championship. He attacks the League of Nations, brutalizes Sheamus. Triple H comes out, and the rest is history. The rest is history, people. Um, New Day defeat the Usos. Great tag match. Um, we are, They're obviously going to be competing at day one. Um, then Paul Heyman waits for Roman Reigns in the parking lot area. Um, and the first car, a car shows up. There's two cars showed up that night. And the first car shows up. He's like, hi, my tribal chief. And it's Brock Lesnar. And it was, oh, man. It, it was funny. It was funny. I love this, like I said last week, and I've been saying since Brock returned at SummerSlam, this new Brock is amazing. He's phenomenal. Um, and then a second car showed up, and it was Roman Reigns. He uh, he doesn't let Paul Heyman open the door for him. Paul Heyman opens the door. So I have my travel chief, and Roman Reigns goes out the other door. Um, and then... Uh, you know, Heyman, he says, how are you doing or something like that? And Roman Reigns just says, let's let's go to my ring. So uh, they go to the ring. Roman Reigns says he's upset because the Usos have lost, but they are blood. But Paul Heyman is not blood. Roman Reigns asks uh, Paul Heyman a few questions about Brock Lesnar. Why is he uh, protecting Brock Lesnar from Roman Reigns? And Paul Heyman says he's not protecting Brock. He's protecting Roman Reigns from Brock Lesnar. And um, Roman hugs Paul Heyman. You hear Paul Heyman crying. And uh, Roman fires Paul Heyman. And then Superman punches him. Now, less than uh, um, Roman was going to hit Paul Heyman with a concerto, but... Uh, Brock Lesnar comes out, he attacks the Usos, and then Roman Reigns. Um, didn't make no contact with Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman was laid down on the on the on the mat and he didn't he didn't check if he was alright or anything like that. So uh obviously they're gonna this was my thought of everything, people. I was talking I was talking to a friend about this. Cause ever since Paul Heyman and and Roman Reigns um aligned themselves, I I I always said, um I, I, I see where this is going. We're eventually going to get the screw job from Paul Heyman. But who's it going to who's it going to be from? Right. Um, so when when, you know, basically Paul Heyman aligns himself with Brock Lesnar, you're like, oh, shit. Right. Well, when the. When the <clears throat> when this happens, I I immediately think at day one we're either gonna get Brock Lesnar wins the Universal Championship at day one, holds it to Mania, we get Roman versus Brock again, the final chapter. Paul Heyman stays by Brock's side till Mania. Paul Heyman turns his back on Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. 
you know, you let the you let the story continue to develop more, get more juicy. It's already juicy, but it gets more, more and more and more. Um, you could do that. You 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 could do that. Um, I think. I think that would be the best outcome, unless they just want to fast track it to give Roman more and different opponents. You know, a lot of people are saying they're gonna do the Rock versus uh, Roman Reigns at Mania. But without the title, that's what a source has told me. So I'm, I'm like, okay, cool. Hmm. Or at day one, you can have Paul Heyman turn on Brock Lesnar. I think... I don't think... Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar need to be together right now. I think... Give me another hell, give me another year, two, three of this Roman Reigns and uh Roman and, and Paul Heyman. You're getting the best Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman. You're getting the best Brock Lesnar without Paul Heyman. You know, if you if you put permanently, let's say after Mania, Paul Heyman still doesn't turn on Brock. And he's still and he's still with and he's still with Brock Lesnar. You're taking away the best Brock Lesnar we have seen in years. The best Brock Lesnar we have seen with all, without Paul Heyman. It, I, it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't make sense. It would not make sense. I think Paul gets Brock to believe I'm with you. He turns that on Brock at either day one or at WrestleMania. And they align themselves again. They align themselves again. And they all they all laugh at everybody's faces. We we got each and every one of you because you guys thought we were done. But at the end of the day, we ain't done. Uh, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Paul Heyman is family. He's been family since day one. And <laughs> drop the mic, you know, it's all played out like it's it's right. It's right there. It's all there, people. It's all fucking there. They just they just need to just need to capitalize on it. That's it. Just need to capitalize on it. Um all right, let's move on to AEW Rampage. Um SmackDown was good. All the shows were pretty good this week. I'm not gonna lie. We'll get into that in a few minutes. But Orange Cassidy is fucking great. He is so fucking entertaining. How can a man have his hands in his pockets or just hitting just kicking, like, not even kicking, just, like, tapping the side of your fucking foot and you, or leg, and you're getting a fucking crowd fucking reaction, like a cheer, a pop, a fucking pop. It's amazing. Like, who knew we needed hands in the po- in pockets while wrestling? Who knew we needed this? Not one fucking person besides AEW and Orange fucking Cassidy. That's it. That's the only people. <laughs> That's the only fucking people that knew. Like, it's unbelievable. It's unfucking believable. I, I, I can't believe it. Cannot believe it. Then you had, uh, yeah, Best Friends Defeat the Elite. The Super Click. That's right. Uh, pretty good tag match. Entertaining as hell. Um, I enjoyed it very much. It was very good. I always enjoy it when. 
when you get Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, the Young Bucks in a, in a match, whether they're all together or not, it's entertaining as hell, people. Entertaining as hell. I love it. Right, and then you got uh, Tay Conti defeating Penelope Ford in a submission match. You got Dan Lambert returning and, um, you know, him calling out AEW and and Cody Rhodes and I'm not, everybody, just everybody. And Cody Rhodes coming out and then, attack, you know, having a mic fight with freaking Dan Lambert and then... Um, and then after the the <clears throat> the the mic fight with Dan Lambert, he uh after he has that mic fight with Dan Lambert, he he attacks Sky Page, Lambert, um, but the numbers is too too big for that for them. So um, and then Dustin Rose comes out tries to make the save that doesn't work. Then comes out Sammy Guevara, evens up the odds, and it works out to perfection. Works out to perfection. Um, and then you have the main event where um, Ortiz 2.0, Garcia, and the Acclaim. Sorry, not Ortiz. 2.0, Garcia, and the Acclaim defeated Lucha Bros, Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz. Then after the match, they at- they attacked the heels. Um, they attacked the heels. And uh, sorry, what the? F- they attacked the faces. My apologies. Um, they attacked the faces. Two Santana. Two the acclaimed and Garcia attacked the faces, which will be the Lucha Bros, the uh, uh, Eddie Kingston and Santana and Ortiz, and um, and then you're you're looking at it and you're just you're like. Damn, they're done. But nope, here comes out Jurassic Express. Here comes out Christian Cage. They even the odds. And it all it all works out to perfection. Right? Um, so you look at that, that happens, right? And then we you move on. You move on and you uh after that happens, that's the end of the show, right? Great week of pro wrestling from Raw, SmackDown, AEW Dynamite, AEW Rampage, NXT point 2.0. Everything was pretty solid this week. Pretty fucking solid this week. No doubt about it, right? All right. Before I give my show of the week, who went up, who went down, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about AEW Holiday Bash. Right, here we go. You got it's going to take place at Greensboro Coliseum in North Carolina. No, no, you will not see Jeff Hardy. <laughs> um, CM Punk Sting and Darby Allen versus MJF and the Triple A World Tag Team Champions FTR. I believe CM Punk Sting and Darby Allen win. Um, we're going to get more details that will be announced on the show for the Owen Hart Foundation Cup tournaments. Also going to hear, um, also going to get Adam Cole versus Orange Cassidy. I believe Adam Cole defeats Orange Cassidy. Then Adam Cole is going to give the Young Bucks and Bobby Fish the best Christmas present ever, 
which I believe will be Kyle O'Reilly or some sort of surprise, but people are going to be like, holy fuck. You're going to get Ruby Soho versus Nyla Rose in a semifinals match for the AEW TBS title tournament. I believe Ruby Soho defeats Nyla Rose. Um, We got Malachi Black versus Griff Garrison. Malachi Black will defeat Griff Garrison with no hesitation. Um, Then AEW Women's World Champion Britt Baker and Tony Schiavone host a Christmas party. That's right, hosting a Christmas party. Um, Now, with with all that being said, some of the things to pay attention for. AEW Dynamite will premiere on TBS January 5th at the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey. Where you'll have Soho or Rose facing Cargill or Thunder Rosa for the inaugural AEW TBS Championship. <clears throat> right? You also have Britt Baker preparing to defend her title against Rio at AEW Battle of the Belts on Saturday, January 8th in Charlotte, North Carolina. So look, also look at that date, January 8th, for it to be Danielson versus Adam Hangman Page. Okay, there you go. That's some of the things that you guys should be looking up, looking forward to, looking out for. Now let's talk about who went up, who went down this week. Who went down this week? Man, this was tough because everybody was great. You even had the Miz. I didn't talk. I didn't even talk about it. The Miz attacking Edge on Raw with help from Maurice, but Maurice was upset because uh, Miz put her put her in harm's way. But I think it could be a setup. I think they're setting him up. But I think Edge is already two two steps ahead. And we might see Beth Phoenix returning. Okay. So we got that. Um, so I'm going to look at that. I'm going to look at that, people. I'm going to also look at some other things. You know what? I'm going to give it to the Miz for throwing his wife into almost getting speared. And then who went up this week? Who went up this week? Even though she she should be able to take anything for her husband. But whatever. <laughs> um, and then who went up this week? Who went up this week would have to be... Hmm. Not going to give it to Adam Cole yet. I want to give it to Adam Cole. But he better deliver on his surprise. He better. Who went up this week would have to be... All of pro wrestling for giving us the amazing week of pro wrestling that was given to us. It was amazing. It was phenomenal. I loved it. Every show I was entertained. Raw, not so good. This is it's just a three hours for me. Like they can't put so that much of a good content on for three hours unless it's, unless it's a pay per view, and even then, it's tough for them. So. I'm going to give it to people. I'm, I'm going to give it. I look at Raw, right? I said I looked at Raw. I look at SmackDown. Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman, the Usos. Phenomenal. Phenomenal way to end the show on SmackDown. 
You know, you got AEW Rampage. AEW Rampage was very good. Dan Lambert returns. You got two phenomenal tag matches. You got Tay Conti defeating Ford in a submission match. Right, you have AEW Dynamite. Um, AEW Dynamite, winter is coming. Phenomenal show. The way they started, the way they finished, MJF keeps the diamond ring, right? Danielson and Paige tear the house down for 60 minutes, and nobody comes out victorious. Great. Just fucking great. You have NXT 2.0. NXT 2.0. This was probably the best show NXT 2.0 has been able to put on since their debut. Even their debut show wasn't this good. Alright. So, ladies and gentlemen, show of the week. I'd say... I say, uh, to be honest, Rampage is fifth, Raw is fourth, NXT 2.0 is third, no, SmackDown's third, NXT 2.0 is second, AEW Dynamite, Winter is Coming is first. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. That's my show of the week. My show of the week goes to no no other than AEW Dynamite Winter is coming. And we got Holiday Bash this week. They're going to win it again. And then, like, two weeks later, you have, uh, on Saturday, on a Saturday, you have freaking, um, <laughs> Clash of, not Clash of Champions. It's, uh. What is that? What is it called? It's um, AEW Battle of the Belts. So, just great. It's just great. And then the premiere on TBS, also great. It's just amazing. It's beautiful, people. It's beautiful how much pro wrestling we're getting right now. Don't forget about day one either. That's going to be great, too. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of the podcast. I appreciate you guys. I thank you guys for listening to the podcast, for being with me through this podcast and us just joining each other, you guys listening, me talking, you leaving reviews, whether it's reviews, comments, shares, I enjoy it all. I love the feedback. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the one, the only, the chosen one, the father, the son, three, two, one, the podcaster. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Mark Cologne on the Mark Cologne wrestling podcast yes that's right ladies and gentlemen and i will see you guys next week goodbye